Recorded in front of a live studio audience. This episode presented by Carolina Sports Studio. Welcome to the next chapter of Behind the Beard WNC. My name's Pat Pohl. I'm joined by Carson Jones and the Andersons, Mike and Lewis. Gentlemen, I have to say that um, I'm sad a little bit this week. It's getting near the end of the football season. That's kind of sad. Indeed it is. Man. Three weeks, two games for most of us. Right, and then into the playoffs, and then that's that. So that's that's kind of sad. And then we move on to basketball. Yeah, that's true. That'll be exciting. So, yes, the in case uh, you all hadn't tuned in before, this is a podcast, a bunch of friends getting together around a table. We all live in Western North Carolina. We tend to talk about topics that are relevant in Western North Carolina, but we have gone off the rails many times and talked about all sort of things, and that could happen at any time as well. But in general... We kind of stay with high school sports, and that's kind of what the emphasis has been. That's why I bring up the sadness part, is that I have a senior uh, in high school who's getting ready to be done with his high school football career, and it's uh, it's kind of sad. I'm sure you guys will get to go through that next year as well. So. Oh, yeah, well, definitely. What's he got, 96 minutes left? Yeah, put bring it down to the minute. That'll, put, <laughs> that'll bring his mood up. That's good. Pat, is it true? Is it true? <laughs> what? Is it true? Is what true? That there's nothing like a man with a good-looking beard. Well, that's very true, right? That's why I grew one. <laughs> I don't know that that's really a beard, is it, Lewis? It's a goatee. Uh, I tried to grow a beard, and then you all made fun of it. I don't think Can it is Can we give the beard. listeners an update on my beard? Um, Shabby at best. Oh, How long trash has that been trailer going park? on? <laughs> this, this is... <laughs> I'm not going to say how long this has been going on. What week are we in the football season? Well, hang on. Here, here's what I think about your beard. I think it's going to be so big. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be so big. No, no. This oh. is all I got. But yeah, no, you're saying what week are we in? I know Well, Reynolds has a week off, but then they only have two regular season games left. So All the have, pretty good teams are off this week, other yeah. than TC. So we have three, three weeks left, and that's good for the private schools too, right? They're mm-hmm. done. Same time. Then we start playoffs. Our playoffs are shorter. So all the representatives at the table, um, except for myself, my son's not playing high school football yet. (laughs) But um, we we all three, Owen, Christ School, and Reynolds are all represented at this table, and they're all off this week. And West. And And West Henderson, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So So did you guys see the pick results? (sighs) I did. I I couldn't ignore them. Um, How great is that? No longer in first place. Uh, Carson, Carson rolled in at three and six this week. Yeah, three and six. And I posted on my personal page uh, that my friends at Inca and Asheville please had my back, and they did not have my back. Mm-mm. So Carson's now in third, forty and twenty-eight. Lewis, four and five. Thirty-nine and twenty-nine on the year. The mm. spreads make it harder. There's no doubt. Absolutely. That's why we enjoy the spread. Yes, and you know, interestingly <laughs> enough, I had a number of student body people asking me about whether or not 
your picks beat the spread or not specifically. So it seems like people are learning about the spread, and they're very curious this, about you, Lewis. They haven't really brought up the rest of us. But is, we're really good at teaching people about the spread. Well, we we don't need to talk about Carson's picks, so don't bring those up to him, but he can just focus on Lewis, that Lewis well, was... I'm, I'm sure Vegas is happy to, you know, that we're informing and educating people about this. <laughs> yeah, this is, yes. <laughs> we're preparing people for January when it becomes legal to bet here That's in North correct. Carolina. Yep, absolutely. So, so Pat and I both six and three and now tied for first place, Woo-woo. 41 and 27. Yes. Very good job, gentlemen. It I, will not last long. I get the tiger tiebreaker for being the best looking between the two of us. I've noticed anytime somebody's in first, they immediately are not in first. <laughs> it doesn't last more than a week. No. No. I just I know I'll pick up one game on Pat um on the rest of the schedule and I think that'll be not this Friday, <laughs> but next Friday. But other than that, other than that, I just don't know. If me and Pat pick the same, we may finish in a tie this year. But I, I mean if it does help you, Mike, we've heard you don't last long anyway. Oh, <laughs> that's true. It's true. Oh good. So uh did you guys see the score of the Pender Hobtown game down in uh, eastern North Carolina? Well, that was a basketball game, right? <laughs> Football game, one hundred six to eighty three. Oh my gosh! Unbelievable score! Wow! Holy! Did they have a defense on the field? Do you think both defensive coordinators were fired Monday? Wow! I, if they made it to Monday, then the head coach needs to look <laughs> at himself in the mirror. <laughs> so listen to this: one hundred six to eighty three. Hobtown's near Fayetteville. If you guys know where Fayetteville is, Pender, the winner. Uh, they're from. They're near Wilmington, not too far. About this far on the map. Um. So Mike just held up a couple inches. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got. Oh, so here's a, here's the most interesting stat of all. So Pender's the only one who put up stats. Now, if I score 88 points, even if I lose, I'm putting up some stats. So they only attempted two passes. They only completed one of them for three yards, and they scored 106 points. Holy cow! 106 points running the football. Now neither one of these teams are real good. Pender four and three, Hobtown now three and four. I mean, I just don't know how there's enough clock in the game for that to happen. I just really don't. Uh, Especially with a running game, the clock wouldn't be stopping. The clock, the well, there's no running. There's no running clock. They never mm-hmm. got to forty. No, wow. that's wow. crazy. That's almost like every play you run, you get a touchdown. Yeah. So uh, Pender had uh, one running back. Johnson ran for three hundred seventy-seven yards and six touchdowns. Hill ran for 291 yards and six touchdowns. So two kids combined for 12 touchdowns. Golly. So I was uh, talking to a friend of ours today about um, having a balanced offense. And he gave me a quote from Mike Leach I just want to share with you guys. He said, Mike Leach has a great quote out there about offensive balance. He says, offensive balance is not about being 50-50 run pass. It's about having six skill positions who can make a play with the ball in their hands on the field at one time and getting the ball in everyone's hands in a multitude of ways. Mike Leach, go. Mike Leach. So thanks, Derek, for that quote. Just while we're talking about Derek. Yeah, he's going to be joining us next week. Next week we're going to have Derek Green on the show. Yeah, they've decided to retire me and send me out to pasture <laughs> and bring someone who actually knows what they're talking about oh. to the table. So I'll be gone. <laughs> Uh, Pat's picks will be in. Um, he'll he will be sending his picks in, and we'll have Derek, a former coach at AC Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, quarterbacks coach. What a uh, assist uh, uh, offensive co-offensive coordinator. Co-offensive coordinator. Yeah. Co-offensive coordinator. So um, 
he obviously has a great deal of knowledge that he's going to bring to. He, all he of knows us. the XOs way more than I do yes, for sure. Certainly, he's been to. We've been to several games together this year, and just listen to him talk. I mean, he's. Well, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm going to wave the AC Reynolds banner flag now because I'll be gone next week. So wave, wave, wave. We wave. understand. We Someone say he's a football guru. I've heard that. Um, Carson, are you a football guru? Yes. Yes. At this I'm, point, I'm not a professional speaker, but I am a football guru now. Yep. <laughs> Three and six Absolutely. football guru. Ah, man. <laughs> Three and six football guru. Man, I tell you what. It's fantastic. Oh, oh, man. This week's picks will not be my feelings. Will My personal friendships and feelings will not be involved in my picks this week. That's You're going to be purely objective. I'm going to. I thought you were doing that all year. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, this this last week got the best of me. Um, I, my boys at Asheville love you guys, but mm. I just I've been heartbroken so mm. many times. <laughs> so that's stopping this week. So I got a couple things I just want to talk to you guys about. And one, you guys. It, I know it's been a while for you guys, Carson. You're coming up on it. That's car rider lines. Oh. I go to lunch. Oh, listen, listen to this. I go to lunch at one o'clock in the afternoon. One o'clock. What time is school at out public schools? Three. Three, yeah. Three. I go to lunch at one o'clock. There's an elementary school across the street from where I work. <laughs> Literally, they are already lined up to pick up their kids. And that first mama has a book opened up and she's reading it. It's two hours until school lets out. And I'm. it's not like one car. Do you think that lady's made like a Facebook post like, I was the first in line today? Uh, do, do you think they even, do they just drop their kids off and drive right back into line at oh, nine o'clock? Wow. It, this is not uncommon. No, that's every school around. Elementary school. Middle schools? Right. They get there so early. And and why? To save, so to save 30 minutes, you're going to get there two hours early? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think more kids could benefit from riding the bus. Riding the well. bus. Yes. <laughs> no a, kids ride the bus No, anymore. no, that's Dude, a hot take. Riding the bus builds character. Yes, 100%. It does. Yes. You learn a great deal about right. life on the bus. You really do. And you might, may learn that Santa is just your parents, but that's something that we... <laughs> oh, it, you may have ruined it for some high school kids. Oh, dang it. I hope my boy's not listening. I, I know when Pat and I were kids, we we probably didn't have an option. We I had to ride the bus. Pat, you probably had to ride the I'd bus. I'd ride the bus too, oh. except when the private helicopter came and picked me up, right? <laughs> finally, finally. Yeah, he finally had, he admits it. He had finally. a private tutor, be honest. Were you homeschooled no with a private tutor? No, I was not. Was she hot? I attended public schools in Central Virginia. Did your nanny get you ready every morning? I had no such nanny. He had a butler. And a butler. That's no right. butler. Very small house. When are you going to tell the truth? Central Virginia. We got Can we get the truth? You have the truth. I say it every week. I don't know. So you grew up in a small house. What um, benefit did you think living in the size house you have right now for your kids? What do I think of the benefit of that is? Yeah, so I, I mean, I feel like you're pretty humble and stuff. Do you think that the From, size house that you live in right now is not going to be... You're, like, your son in 20 years will not be sitting at a table saying, I grew up in a small house in Candler. Right. <laughs> just, just, so you guys know, Candler. just so you guys know, if you've ever been to Pat's house, you can get lost in it. That's bull. <laughs> There's a it's private theater. There's a private theater. There's guards at the front of the entrance of the no neighborhood with thing. guns. He has his own bowling alley. That is it's true. true. Pat has a gate inside of his house. Do you all think I live in the Biltmore? Is that where you all think <laughs> you I You do live? have a gate inside you your house. You have a gate inside your house. <laughs> that is true. I step out, dude. That is true. You That's do. the dog gate. Oh, come <laughs> on, Pat. You're ruining it for the listeners. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, 
the the other thing I want to talk about, and we've all had some feedback from this, I think, is it's just the thin skinned high school coaches, guys. Golly. We're just three fat old guys and Carson. <laughs> Who cares what we say? <laughs> there are some coaches that get absolutely bent up out of shape about what we say, the spreads we put, our picks, um, and it's not. And this is not singling one. This no, is, this there's is, a this we've is, got lots. Of this it. is numerous. This is more high school coaches than not. <laughs> the, the greatest thing about this is after we record this, I go home, I edit it, and I, I publish it. Uh, I put it on for a schedule to release at eight o'clock in the morning. As soon as I hit that schedule button, I'm like, this is going to make some people mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I just... Listen, I don't think Nick Saban gets mad every time some dude in Alabama does a podcast and says, Alabama's not that good this year. I don't, I don't, think, I don't do. think he does either. I don't think he cares. Maybe. I don't think he cares if ESPN says he's not that good. No. I've only seen him fired up a few times in interviews, and, and I really enjoy those moments. Uh so I mean, this is, this is good though. I like thin skin coaches. Listen, it's it's our we we want to help we want to help push North we want to help push Western North Carolina football. Right. We want to talk about it. We want to get other people talking about it. Yes. Don't and, you think, Pat? Yeah, and other sports too. Other sports I'm, too. I'm eager to talk about basketball when that comes up. Yeah. Indeed, that'll be fun. I wouldn't mind talking about volleyball. And, oh my! I'm sure you wouldn't. And uh, yeah, that's. I don't have I'd much like to, to contribute for baseball, but I, I, Carson I, I, could certainly talk about baseball. I'd like to see Pat in some of those volleyball shorts. Yes. No, you wouldn't. Nobody Ooh. wants to see that. That's a tragedy. If the that's, viewers want to see that, just post it. We, a, we will get a picture. If you post it, we'll put Pat in a pair of volleyball that's shorts. That's completely awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vomiting in my mouth thinking about that scene. That's terrible. Don't, don't, don't bring that up again. I don't again. see how Pat's not a baseball <clears> guy. I know he used to call baseball. That was his job. What I did, he 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 worked side. It's America's Harry, pastime. He worked with Harry Carey. I did I, well. Okay. I did uh, play you, by play in Chicago in the cornfields. But you were around when it was invented, right? Yeah, pretty much. Field of Dreams, Field of that Dreams whole thing. Is that a was classic. Yeah, yeah, right there. Absolute classic. Mary, Mary used to work in the shop where they stitched the baseballs by hand. <laughs> that that movie, Major League, in the 1980s. That was the inspiration for my training in broadcast and then waiting going on to Chicago and so did you do drinking just like Bob Euchre? <laughs> no. Were you like pass out hilarious. on the table? <laughs> oh hell nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that movie. Haywood steps in the American triple crown American League triple crown winner. He tattoos one towards South America, and there's nothing but a vapor trail <laughs> as the Indians lose a heartbreaker nine to nothing. Oh, that, that's a fan. So you 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 clearly know some of the lines from that. I'm like oh, one that, or two. I'm like that with Days of Thunder. I can pretty much. I got ninety percent of the movie when you turn it on. Like I can. I got it. You got any movies like that, Carson? That you can quote as you go? Yeah, Christmas Vacation. Uh, oh, Christmas yes. Vacation is a, just an uh, is a banger. Lewis. Uh, just full metal jacket. Full oh metal wow! Jacket. <laughs> Something light. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and I want to legalize wow. silencers to be bought off the shelf. Wow! <laughs> I can't go with the whole movie. Wow! Uh, see, never seen it. Oh, Carson, you're Carson. such a baby. <laughs> Lewis looks like he's about to punch me in the face. Everybody, we, Carton, I, I made my five-year-olds watch that movie. Yeah. I'm going to need you to call uh, Whitney and let her know you won't be home till later. We've got a movie to watch. Indeed. Have you seen right. Major League? Uh, yes. Okay. I have. Days of Thunder. I understand the days of thunder. You're not a big racing guy, but it's a good movie. No, I like Talladega Nights. Yeah, slightly different yeah. film. Is it a different? Film? Okay. This is so Days of Thunder's like Top Gun with with Tom Cruise. But oh, right. wow. he's in a race car. Okay. Top Gun's all time. 
And they have a wheelchair race in it too. In, in the hospital. So yeah. let's talk about uh, last week's football games. What do you think? Sounds good. So to start start off, we had uh, now two and five Franklin going to North Henderson. We made this a pick'em. Carson, this is one that Carson got right actually. Carson and Pat got this one. North Henderson beats Franklin thirty-one to ten. Can I be honest with you guys? I just have a hard time still picking North Henderson. They've been bad a long time. They're decent this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think they're senior led, as Lewis has mentioned. Jeez, we have to bring that up. Every that comes week. up every podcast. Yeah. podcast. <laughs> I got a hard time about traffic and talking about Main Street and Weaverville. So yeah, we're going to talk about how many seniors, and obviously they led them the thirty-one to ten victory. I mean, that's a great. Do you know why I talk about that so much? Come on, Carson. Do you know why? No, I don't. Lewis is an educated man. With... <laughs> awesome, awesome. Carson likes it when we use him in the. The sound bits. The sound bits. That's awesome. So next up, we had uh, the powerful 0-7 East Henderson Eagles traveling to Tuscola. We gave East Henderson 37.5 points, and Tuscola covers 41 to nothing. Pat and Mike got this one correct. Come on, guys. Score one touchdown for me and Carson. <laughs> just one. That's all I needed. And just get in the end zone one time. So East Henderson had uh, rushing 25 carries for 13 yards. <laughs> and 110 yards passing. Oh, that's tough. But we did find out that Jed West played. Jed West played. Jed West played. So he should be good for this week, which we'll talk a little bit later. Pisgah traveled to West Henderson in what we thought was going to be the game of the week. Uh, we went ahead and gave Pisgah 10, but they're not able to pull out the win as West Henderson takes control of the Mountain 7, Con- Mountain 7 Conference with a 30-10 to 10 win. I think... Uh, from what I've read for some folks online, they think this is a better West Henderson team than last year. And they uh, had an outstanding quarterback. I, they, they've done nothing to for me to disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, talk about just a team that's answered the bell repeatedly, repeatedly. They beat bad teams. Then we were like, okay, this is their test with Pisgah. Um, and it looks like from everything we heard, none of us went to the game, but you know, Pisgah was really never in this game. Couldn't really compete with them on the out, um, athletes on the outside, and then obviously at the line of scrimmage as well. Either, yeah. So Cameron Dins- Dimsdale for West Henderson led the way with 35 carries for 231 yards and two touchdowns. And Carson had a pretty interesting stat about Dimsdale. He's got more games uh, with over 230 yards uh, with three now than he does games under 100 yards rushing. So wow. that's awesome. three games over 230 <laughs> really yards, one game under 100. So And I think uh, the 100 was uh, last week when he had like 90, 85, 90 yards. Yes. So that sounds right. So um, and then some other some other games, some, uh, you know, Jude Lida, they've been doing a dual system quarterback. Um, they Jude. Um, multi-sport athlete at West. He hurt his arm in warm-ups against Smoky Mountain last week, so they had to start the sophomore for the first game. Um, last week, the sophomore uh, did not have a, a great game offensively against Smoky Mountain, and uh, you know he came and answered the bell this week. He had, uh, let's see what we got. Um, he was a 15 for 17. Uh, he had a touchdown, really controlled the game. Um, Jude Lida, the quarterback that played, you know, that played quarterback as well, he recorded a sack and forced a fumble. So it looks like he's able to play. Um, Truett Manuel, the NC State baseball commit, Shrine Bowl player as well, caught eight passes for 106 yards and a touchdown. 
while rushing four times for 30 yards. So Wes Henderson seems to do a really good job of taking the athletes they have and putting them in positions where they can do well, whether it's a quarterback or DB or running back or whatever. They seem to move those kids around and, and use them the best they can. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you can do anything on that field, they're going to make you do it. Carson Demsdale uh, is 5'9", 165 pound. Uh, he he has 1,290 yards rushing and 20 touchdowns so far this season. Wow. With a name like Carson Demsdale, I really thought he was going to be about 6'2 and 270. He looks 6'2, 270 in some of the pictures I've seen, and uh, he looks like an absolute unit. So I, I don't know. I, I'm very excited. We'll talk about it later, but I'm very excited to see um, what Wes did. Um, they've kind of catapulted themselves into, I think, in the last uh, – Playoff predictions, they were the number four overall seed in the uh, in the West Division for the 3A. Yeah, we'll get to that just a little bit later. Next up, um, we had 5-2 and two Charlotte Christian at 1-6 and six Christ School. We gave Christ School 21.5. They do cover, but they lose the game 17-6. Pat, Lewis, and Mike got this one right. Carson went with Charlotte Christian. Um Tell us about the game. Yeah, Mike. Mike, I'm eager to hear this one. It's like tied at three. So it's 6-6 six, six at halftime. Yeah, okay. And uh, I, I feel good about the game. I feel like, you know, we were able to move the ball offensively on the ground, which is our strength. Um, unfortunately, we, 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 would, we would forget about the run sometimes and do a little bit more pass heavy, and I think that hurt us in the end. Uh, threw a pick down on our end, so – Charlotte Christian took over on about the 30, and they were able to score a touchdown. And now, Was that the third or the fourth quarter? That was uh, that was the – it was either late third or early fourth. Okay. So uh, it was 6-6 six, six deep. It was 6-6 six, six deep, and we gave up the touchdown, and they gave up another field goal. Were the 6-6 six, six two field goals, or was it a touchdown makes extra point? Two field goals for both. Both have wow. excellent kickers. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, at one point, Christ School, Christ School's punter slash receiver got um, ejected for fighting or disqualified for fighting. So we lost our punter, so that hurt us as well, having our, our, our field goal kicker who's really good. This is his first year playing football, and he had never punted before. It was not a pretty punt, uh, but he did get it out of there. So um, it, was, it, was a dif- it was a difficult game. We competed for most of it, and I felt like we had a real good chance to win, just not able to pull it off. We didn't mention this last week, but Charlotte Christian, three athletes going to Notre Dame. To Notre Dame, yeah. To Notre Dame. Um, fun fact about their defense, they got a four-star edge rusher. Um, Bryce Young is his name, not the quarterback for the Panthers. <laughs> right. Um, but his dad actually rang the bell at the 49ers-Cowboys um, game last night in San Francisco. He is a Bryant Young 2022 NFL Hall of Fame inductee. So his son, Bryant, played at Notre Dame. Um, talking uh, to people in college football recruiting that know more about it than I do, even though I am a football guru. Um, they Wait, said that. What's Carson? I'm I'm not a professional speaker, but I am a football guru yep. now. Thank right, you, thank you. But um, other than that, it sounded like uh, Bryce for Charlotte Christian had opportunities to play it about anywhere, but with his dad legacy thing. His, um, his dad was on the '93 undefeated uh, Notre Dame team. It's pretty special, so. Right. Uh, I we didn't highlight the type of players that Charlotte Christian had coming in. So, um, but just for them to keep it keep it that close, I was wrong. Um, but you know, I will say, Matt, uh, Mike all week thought there was a chance, and he was right. I mean, there was a, there was absolutely a chance. You know, co- maybe a couple plays goes a different way. 
Um, maybe they run the ball a little bit more. The one that really got us, the one that got away, the play that got away, uh, their first punt we blocked. And we had three of our fastest athletes. We had uh, Khalil Conley. We had um, the DN that's going to Wake Forest. Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison, thanks. And uh, one of the other receivers right there. And if they pick that ball up, no one catches them to the end zone. But they kind of, you know, bouncing football. They they kind of batted around and ended up falling on it. But if they pick that ball up, it's a touchdown. At that point, we take the lead, and I think it could be a different outcome. But it didn't happen. So, irregardless, we lost. So next up, the other private school game in the era, Asheville School. Now 3-3 and took on Covenant Day. Covenant Day, a D2 team with Asheville School. Uh, we gave Covenant Day 26 and a half, and they came out and laid an egg. Asheville School wins 35 nothing. Mike, the only one who got this one right. So uh, on this one, Ricky Tolbert had a good game, of course. He, he always does, it seems. Uh, Ricky had, was 14 of 22 for 185 yards and three touchdowns, and the running back Caleb Jenkins rushed for 107 yards and a touchdown, and uh, Asheville School pretty much dominates. So... On to the next one. Uh, this one a tough one. Uh, one and seven Rosman came down to Black Mound to play one and seven Owen. Uh, Lewis had a little pregame thoughts. Uh, what, you, what, what was it? Lewis said. Been looking forward to this all year long. Um, I have no doubt <laughs> that we're going to cover the fifteen and a half point spread. Oh uh, my! I have us winning big, maybe by forty. <laughs> wow. Mm. There was also an omen before the game we kind of talked about. Uh, Lewis, play that one. I think it's a, it's an omen if we all pick a team to win that they're going to lose. So he was this right. Is I was not the first time this has happened. Right. I was nervous no. about that role. We all picked Owen, and uh, Owen loses 48-21 to Rosman. Rosman breaks a 40-game losing streak. Tough one, tough one to swallow there, boys. So uh, tell us a little about the game. Yeah. I know you said there were some turnovers by Owen that could have hurt. Yeah. How many? I think there was three picks and three fumbles we lost. Uh, six turnovers? Yeah. I mean, you're never going to win that. It's hard to win with six turnovers. You're never going to win that game if you have that many turnovers. Um, but I think early on you've seen that Owen wasn't prepared for this game. Uh, you, you can never overlook a team, no matter how bad or how many losses they've had. You can never overlook a team. Uh, I mean, I mean, really – just just looking at the Owen squad this week, I, I really think Owen Owen needs to dig deep down and, and figure out which eleven guys that wants to really play football. Not wear a jersey, but who wants to go out there and play smash mouth, fast, intense football? And those eleven guys, even if we play Iron Man football, I think those eleven guys need to play the whole game. Um, if there's not eleven, let's play as many as we can that wants to really play football. Uh, outside of that. We have to be prepared for every every team. I mean, we were we we got beat from the very beginning. This was a, a hard game to watch. Uh, the the crowd almost like you were at a funeral. You could hear the other side's band. They only had like seven members in the band. You could hear them over our band. You could hear their cheerleaders. You could hear their fans. Um, this is a big week. Luckily, we have this Friday off. Everyone needs to reevaluate whether they want to play football or not. I mean, that's that's what's coming out of this game. So I do have just a couple stats. Rosman only attempted one pass. They did not complete it. That's correct. Jaden Ronaldo for Rosman, 23 carries, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. 
And Forbes, 17 carries for 176 yards and four touchdowns. Um, so they did it all on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. The only one pass was at the end zone, completely overthrew him, almost threw it into the, the, the field goal. <laughs> I mean, it was, you could tell that dude not, does never pass. Yeah, well, only one attempt. It's, it's strange, you know, uh, all of us have been to the Reynolds games for a long time, and we're used to teams coming out throwing the football. Right. And to kind of get back into these smaller schools that they run the football, they do not pass it, uh, it's, 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 it takes some getting used to. Yeah, I just uh, – I know that earlier in the year Coach Gibson called me after they won and I gave him some extra motivation. Um, I could not in good faith return that phone call Friday night. Oh, <laughs> I just – I could not. Oof. I just could not. And not I, a good idea. I, I've been asked by many, many friends um, if I just was going to – if I was giving Lewis up the road, if I was going to give Lewis hell on the podcast, I just – if they saw what I was looking at and just how he was looking forward to that game all year. So he's, he's saying that you can't overlook him. You got to be prepared for everybody. But I mean, Lewis had that game circled. So Lewis wasn't the only one. Well, let me tell you, Owen was by far the better team Friday. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. We, we have more athletes. I I cannot agree with that. No, we, we have more athletes (laughs) across the board. We are better than Rosman. Then what in the heck happened? Well, six turnovers. Happened. I mean, six turnovers. Okay. You you leave practice early all week. You're not prepared. Okay. I mean, this is the stuff that you have to keep on check. Oh, for in, sure. In order to beat any team, for sure. But um, it was it was a. I did not realize how much this would. You know, high school um, OT uh, posted an article about this. I mean, it was just the forty game losing streak yeah, snapped. D- just go on Google and look up. 40-game losing streak. Oh, yeah. And you're going to see many articles about yep. Friday night. Yep. So. It was a uh, tough one. So. Uh, an equally bad loss. Let's go to the next one. I mean, I in my eyes, this is as equally, maybe not 40-game streak broken bad, but this game right here, Mike, that you're about to talk about, um, I, I think you're evaluating if you have a football program moving forward. <laughs> so, no stats on this game, but it was a pick 'em. Two and five, Inca. Taking on two and five, McDowell. McDowell running clocks them forty-four to nothing. I don't think. I don't think so. Pat Lewis and Mike, we all picked McDowell. When I picked them, I certainly wasn't expecting forty-four nothing. No. I'm thinking like no. uh, 14-7 or 21-20, 44 nothing. So Inca, nothing out of Inca. They've obviously quit. The let's fight's get that, gone. Let's get out that out there. I mean, the fight's gone. They have absolutely quit. I mean, Carson, have they checked out? Yeah, they're they're mentally checked out, thinking about next year, thinking about who's going to run the helm uh, if Sexton leaves. I mean, they're they're checked out. So, um, I I don't think the coach returns. Uh, I I just I'm just at at a loss. You cannot go into a game and get running clocked by a team that a team like McDowell. So you just cannot. Do you think Sexton is like? Talked to his players, said, "Hey, I'm not going to be here next year." No, no, oh, he definitely like that. no. But I, I think that Sexton in his in his mind has checked out, and um, it's just you you can't. I mean, this do, is gonna, do you think that's obvious once a coach checks out? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I. So when you when you're looking at when you look at Inca's Inca's numbers, McDowell's a team that lost to Avery this year. Correct. Yes. In the rain, the bad yeah. weather. Now, McDowell has also made a change at quarterback. Yeah, Danny Brown, great performance, five touchdowns. Yeah, five touchdowns. Hunter, Pitt, Hunter Pittman had another excellent game rushing. Uh, so they had some good performances. Inca has 14 touchdowns this year. 
two passing. And, and correct me, were both the passings against Owen the first week? Do they have a passing touchdown after the first week? I think they only had one. Okay, they might have just had yeah. one. Um, but regardless, it's just, you know, when you when you completely change offensive philosophies three weeks into the season of, year, of year four, I, I just, I just that that's just something that cannot happen. You go, uh, I mean, you finish the season. You work all off season on a certain type of offense. Um, talk about mixed signals from the boys. I just, I, I'm trying to compare that to what you would do in baseball, and that's really, I just, there's, I don't know, I, I, I can't compare it to baseball because that would never happen. And they got another tough one this week against North Buncombe. So, uh, next up, two and five Asheville. Six and one TC. We gave Asheville twenty eight and a half. Guys, it wasn't enough. Forty one, thirteen TC gets the win. Pat Lewis might got this one right. Pat, you've seen uh, Asheville play. Uh, TC able to beat them by a little more than Reynolds. Are you a little bit nervous at this point? Well, I don't think there's any secret that it's going to come down to Reynolds and and TC at the end. I think I've been singing that song since the days of the scrimmage. Um, it, 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 you know, TC's the real deal. I mean, they're they're a great team. Obviously, very tenured. A lot of tacit knowledge on that team. Other than what kind of knowledge? Tacit. What What does that even mean? Uh, experience, experiential knowledge. Where you're, say, you're working in a in a job. As long as you have there at Isget, you have built up a great deal of tacit knowledge. Okay. All right. Thanks. So, Thanks. You know, it's hard to replace that kind sure. of knowledge. That's what they have on that team, right? So I'm the only one without the college education. Sometimes you got to explain stuff to me. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Mike, but I think that uh, you know Asheville obviously very athletic team. Uh, they demonstrated that against uh, what I saw against uh, AC Reynolds with their catch, their ability to run after the catch, um, and I think TC's defense was able to obviously deal with that and um, and set the table. I think it's going to be a great contest here in a couple of weeks with with uh, AC Reynolds traveling to TC. Let's go TC. TC's, boo, boo on you, Lewis. TC's quarterback and two running backs. I mean, basically, it's three running backs. I mean, that, that's a that's a three headed monster. That's going to be tough to stop for anybody. It is. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that game. I wish it was the game of the week so I could watch it on TV, but it, it's not. So last but not least, we had two and five Irwin at AC Reynolds. Uh, Reynolds, we gave uh, Irwin thirty five and a half. Reynolds does cover as they uh, score forty-five to three. So, you want to tell us a little about the Reynolds game? Yeah, obviously a little bit as advertised. Um, Reynolds, you know, dominated this game. I'll say this: the very first series for AC Reynolds, um, a penalty marred them, and they were forced to punt the ball. And then Irwin pretty well marched right down the field. They got across midfield. Uh, executing very well, and then uh, threw a pass directly to Aiden Hines, who intercepted it and ran it back. And that was kind of the story for Irwin's effort. They were able to kind of move the ball a little bit, and Reynolds' defense bent a little bit but never broke. And there was a turnover or there was a stoppage, whatever the case may be. Um, uh, the field goal that Irwin got came on a turnover by Reynolds down on the 20-yard line. So they moved the ball maybe a yard or two, and they were already in field goal range. So that's how they were able to get the three points. But, um, you know, I don't know that uh, – well, in talking with Brendan about the game, you know, he's he's, he's on the harshest critic, but he's, he's brought up and he didn't feel like maybe they were at perfection by any means, and they certainly have some work to do and some preparation to do. 
to get ready for uh, the big contest with TC here in a couple weeks. So this was homecoming as well. Yeah, know? it was it was homecoming, so it was kind of neat too. I seen a few pictures. Yeah, seems like Brendan had a good time. Brendan and his girlfriend were part of the homecoming court. They did not win king and queen, but I will say this. I want a television. So there's that, right? The rich get richer. Agony. Exactly. Here's the thing. So a couple years ago, they gave away Luke Combs tickets. They did. Guess who won them? My daughter. No, you. You won. You won. So Pat basically wins everything he enters over there. He he wins everything he enters over there. Is Charlie doing good? She's doing really well. Yeah, she's fantastic. That's good. It just seems like some home cooking to me. I don't know. It does seem that way. It's interesting how the treasurer of the Booster Club wins, <laughs> wins the TV. <laughs> that, that'd be my pick, too, for sure. This yeah. had nothing to do with the sure. Booster Club. It, I heard they drew out the name out of a hat, but there was also a, print, a sheet of paper that was printed off on the printer left over that had Pat's name a hundred times on it. Okay, so there was names in a hat, but guess what? The only name was Pat. Well, you, you know, you have to do what you need to <laughs> do, sure. right? It's not who you. It's not what you know. It's who you know, right? Mm. I know Pat Paul, right? So, eighty-five-inch television, baby. I'm looking forward to that thing. No, absolutely. That's we'll, gonna be a nice thing to watch. We'll be at Pat's house for the games. Yes. You ought to donate it to the general so we can watch it on his patio. The Ooh. general's wealthier than all of us, so he can afford his own eighty-five-inch television. So that's it for week eight. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the player of the week. Uh, Carson, did you do your homework here? I did. It was. Um, we're going to go with uh, not not myself, but Carson Dimsdale. Uh, did you pick him because his first name's Carson? We we all picked him. Actually, oh, it was okay. something that we all agreed on. Um, he had a- all four of us agreed on it. Um, really wasn't. You know, we just thought with the most meaningful game, it was basically for the conference championship. So Carson plays for West Henderson. Uh, he had 35 carries for 231 yards and two TDs, and he's going to be our player of the week. Yes. Yeah, so congratulations, Carson. Um, look forward to the graphic coming out that uh, Carolina Sports Studios help us, helps us with. So super excited. Um, give West Henderson some, some, some love. Carson's had obviously great games all year, but th- we just thought this moment was the biggest. Yeah, he was our second choice a couple weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. So congratulations. So let's talk about the conference standings a little bit. And I think congratulations are in order for Pat as A.C. Reynolds has clinched the 3A Conference Championship. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, that's well, I'd had nothing to do with it, but the, the young man and the coaching staff did great, and we're very excited. So TC 4-0, AC Reynolds 4-0. TC has not clinched the 4A yet. Would you be surprised, Carson, if I told you McDowell was in third place in the conference at 2-1? Well, who has McDowell played so far? So so the two wins are against North Buncombe and Inca. The one loss was uh, TC, right? Yes, so they've got got Reynolds and... So they got some tough ones. They've got some tough ones left on the table. So McDowell two and one. Asheville is one and two. That's your four A portion. Irwin one and two is the next three A team. And with only two games left for Reynolds and holding the tiebreaker, there's no way Irwin can catch them. North Buncombe zero and three. Inca zero and three in the conference. So one of those teams uh, for a positive will not will have a win and will not they will not both be winless. In what the if conference. they tie? Okay, so they could actually. So in the Mountain 7, West Henderson took the commanding lead over Pisgah this week with the win. They're now 4-0 in the Mountain 7, Pisgah 2-1. North Henderson in third, kind of like McDowell, a little bit of a surprise at 2-2. Franklin 2-2, Smoky Mountain 1-2, Tuscola 1-2, and 
and East Henderson 0-3. So that's the Mountain 7. little surprised about Tuscola. They had that close game with Asheville early on, and I don't think we any of us realized Asheville probably not, not at the top of their game this year either. Yep. Well, we also didn't expect Jed West not to play a few games. That That is 100% true. So here's an update on the RPIs. Of course, RPIs. Lewis, you remember what that is? Rocket Pride Inside. Of oh, course, that's gosh. exactly what it's not. <laughs> who who thought Pat was going to say that? Uh, that's your schedule versus your opponent's schedule versus your opponent's opponent's schedule. Yes. All a lot the, of schedules Everybody's schedule. Okay. So I, I have a little bit of an insight on this, but I want to give them to you first. In 3A, number one is Crest. Four, Pisgah. Six, West Henderson. So Pisgah's still ahead of West Henderson there. Uh, A.C. Reynolds, 13th. Smoky Mountain, 15th. North Henderson, 20th. And Irwin, 36th. And 4A, number one is Watauga. 11 is T.C. 32, Asheville. 47, McDowell. So with the RPI, it's a little bit flawed, Carson. If you are, let's say you're T.C. Robertson, and your non-conference schedule, you play the best 1A teams in the area. You beat them. Well, they only play other 1A teams, and so they pick up a lot of wins. And they're, the teams they beat are pretty good, too. They'll have a higher RPI because strength of schedule is not included in that. It's just your winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage, and your opponent's opponent's winning percentage. So you can play good teams that are inferior to you and have a higher RPI. And obviously, I think that's what's hurting Reynolds at 13. Not going to really matter because they're going to get a number, they're going to get a conference championship seed and be in the top eight. Yeah, definitely. I um, the the question will be is where they're at in the top eight. It's are they going to be um, are they going to be eight where you know potentially round two they've got to play the number um, the the best second place conference finisher. That that'd be the the question that you know is really going to matter because I think round one at I think round one at home I, I I don't see a I don't see a what what would eight be matched up with. Well, it's funny you ask. Let's go over that. Let's do it. So the possible playoff predictions by the North Carolina High School overtime. In the first five out, Irwin's in there. They're one of the first five teams out. In 3A, we have number 16, Central Davidson, taking on number 17, North Henderson. Reynolds would be at home as an eight seed, the last conference champion, against West Iredale, the 25 seed. West Henderson would get the four seed. They're the conference champions so far coming out of the Max, the Mountain 7. They would, at this point, play a conference foe in Smoky Mountain. Who they played very closely with already. 16-7 they beat Smoky Mountain three weeks ago, two weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. So that could be a difficult matchup for those guys. And then uh, Pisgah gets the 11 seed, and they would take on 22 Ashbrook in 4A. TC also the last conference champion at eight, taking on number twenty five Providence. So that's the playoff update. Of course, that change that guys it we changes all know, daily. That oh can, yeah. yeah, Anytime there's a game and somebody wins or loses, that can change. Yep. Yes. So that's that. Uh, you want to talk about week nine? You guys ready? Absolutely. Yes. As we mentioned, we had some teams on by, some very, very good football teams. We've got Owen. Ace, yep. When I was going to save them for last. We've got AC Reynolds. We've got West. Um, and then we've got Christ School. And then we've got 
Owen did not actually have a buy schedule until this last Friday. They went ahead and they, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is not true at all. I've so. got a question for Pat. Have you talked to WWNC? What will they do this week since Reynolds in playing? I, since I, they only cover the Reynolds teams. I, yeah, I have, no, I have nothing to offer on that <laughs> conversation at all. Pat, do you think the Reynolds coaches will go and scout this Friday night? I don't know what the coaches are going to do. I'm sure they, they would, but I, think I, they would. I, I have I think, no idea. They don't tell I me think anything. WWNC will go cover the Reynolds coaches scouting. <laughs> <laughs> Is I, that crazy? Why look, would they go scout when they're the best around? I did look at the WWNC schedule for their Friday nights. They have 11 games. And five of them are at Reynolds. Well, that's good because Reynolds is the best team. So good and, for them. And I, I, I will <laughs> say in Pat's defense here, it's until we said it, until someone else, I mean, until someone else knocks him off, Reynolds is still the best team in this area. TC, TC. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider, that pattern is full. That's going to be a game, man. <laughs> that would nah, be that's a, gonna be game. a game. I'm very, very excited. That's still two weeks away. Pat, or do you want to go ahead and put your pick in for TC since you won't be here? Uh, no, my pick will be for AC Reynolds. Okay. You know, uh, your pick will be whatever I say it is that you're going to text him to me. I think that Ooh. I think the community all knows where I stand. <laughs> Actually, I make the pick sheet, so I may I may sprinkle in what a if little you put, ram. What if you put Pat on there for TC? Oh, no, the, don't you dare! If, yes, hey, if you do that, make sure you do the rest of us for Reynolds, so it yes. makes for <laughs> sure Pat's the traitor. Absolutely not. That would Negative. be fantastic. Oh, my Lord. Pat will get on Instagram and comment. He'll have to find out how to comment. How to comment on Instagram. Comment, yeah, and I can't figure out Instagram to save my His life. His phone will blow up. Oh, my gosh. So please don't let these people <laughs> these manipulate people? you. These people? I am all AC Reynolds. Oh, they know. They know. All right. So first game up, 5-2 and two North Henderson at 0-7 East Henderson. We're giving East 42 here. Pat, what do you think? North or east? Have you ever noticed if you look at the Henderson County schools, they're not in the direction of the school? That's correct. Yep. North Henderson is not the most north school. West is not the most west school in Henderson County. That seems a bit backward. It's strange. Do we need to get a compass down to Hendersonville? Perhaps. So Pat's taking east. No, I'm. Oh, you're not taking no, east. I'm Sorry. going with North Henderson and all their seniors. How many is it, Lewis? 28. Okay. Carson? So, we North, I just, I've got to figure out a way to get some wins here. And this spread, I know that some people don't love the spreads, but boy, get out of here. Just wait a second. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'm going with North Henderson scored 31 on Franklin. I'm going North Henderson to score more than 42. And East is not going to score. All right. I think... North Henderson also wins this game. I just don't think East – listen, East is like – oh, oh, wait. East is just not that good, so I just don't think they're going to win. I don't think you're going to leave this table without a black eye, Mike. <laughs> wow. Is it safe to say instead of the instead of Rosman being that team that we go to – Do do not say that. Is do there not, another team that has that. stepped up and taken that responsibility? It, wow. So it could be East Henderson. It could be East Henderson. It could be. I wouldn't beat East, right? Mm, we did. Okay, yeah. so y'all have East to lean on. That's. Do you still feel confident about the Madison game? Oh, I, I, there's I, no way you feel confident. I think until we change some things, I don't feel confident about anything. I like that. That's an honest answer. You heard it here first. Listen, okay? I'm in Lewis the same, Anderson. With I'm in an the same boat answer. with Lewis. Okay. I, yeah. I'm in the same boat. All right. So Lewis, who are you taking? 
42 points. I mean, it's a lot of points. It really is. And all, I mean, with this pick, I also have to, you know, change the tides of things. I, I have to pick up some picks here. We're only separated by like two games. I'm, I'm going with East. East covers. Wow. Really? Are I'll, you sure you don't want to rethink this one? Hang on. Ask Carson. He's pretty good at picking. What is Carson, he? Carson, text Todd real quick. Um, hey, if you're going to go down, go down swinging, yeah. right, Lewis? Yeah, we're going with East. I like it. Lewis will go down. Okay. All right. So <laughs> next up, we have two and five Franklin. I'm sorry. We have two and five Smoky Mountain and two and five Franklin. We're going to give Franklin 10 points here. Uh, Lewis, back to you. Who do you think wins this one? I'm going to go home crowd. I'm going Franklin. Yeah, I got Smoky Mountain here. I got Smoky Mountain. I think that they're going to get some things going. Offensively, they're going to channel their inner West game. Um, I just don't think off Franklin coming off a blowout against North Henderson, they cannot be confident. Mike, I think you uh, articulated this a couple of weeks ago that Smoky Mountain is kind of sticky. Is that how you put it? Where they're they're always there. They're always kind of banging in there. And they're a tough kind of out. Tough out. Yeah, yeah, tough out. So I'm going to stick with Smoky Mountain. Lewis, you're going to have to down that hill alone again. I'm also taking Smoky Mountain. Hey, that's fine. That's two picks for me that I'm going to win on. Oh, no. Going down. And, of course, the 10 points came from the Simmons spread that we uh, – that we pull offline. If you haven't seen Brian Simmons' page, he got 87% two weeks ago. I haven't seen this week's stuff, but I'm sure it's excellent. Hey, much better than us. <laughs> much better. Yeah, much better. He so, actually has a formula that uses yeah. these strength of schedules, differentials, and and all that that comes up with, with these numbers. So the next one up could, could be a good one here. This could be a good game. I'm not saying it's great football, but it could be a good game. Did you ever think that you would say Inca involved in any game would be a good game? <laughs> so we got three and four North Buncombe traveling out to Candler to take on two and five Inca. We're going to give Inca 14 and a half points because we think Inca's reeling here. Just a couple stats. North Buncombe has lost four in a row after starting three and a row. They're led by Hunter Burnett, who averages 85 yards a game, and he scored six TDs this year. Inca... That's also lost four in a row. They were 2-1 and one when conference play started, and they're led by Cam Waite, who averages 57 yards a game on the ground, and he has five TDs. Carson, you're the Inca guy. I'm assuming you're picking Inca here. No, nope, nope. I said my piece on Inca earlier when I was talking about last week. Uh, North Buncombe beats them here. Uh, it, let's, all right, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Clip this. Okay. Um, we're potentially in running clock uh, territory in this game. What? Yes. Yeah, so, how is that? How is that that crazy when North Buncombe and McDowell played each other to the last possession, went blow for blow the entire game, touchdown, 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 no punts, and then all of a sudden we're going to think that Inca is going to be able to do that. I mean, they're going to magically play better. Anybody saying that's crazy logic? No, I don't. I don't think it's crazy logic. I. Th- no. I think you're right. I think I'm also going North Buncombe here. I want to say Inca with 14. I just don't think they got much fight in them, but I'm going with North Buncombe. Pat? I'm going to I'm gonna stretch here a little bit because Inca's at home. Um, oh, dear God. I think that they will – I think North I think North Buncombe will win this game, but I think Inca will cover. Lewis? All right, I just picked up another game on Pat. I think – 
I think the Inca coaching staff finally went to their retirement home. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. At the beginning I'm, I'm of the going, year, he I'm was, going to North Buncombe here. He was I'm a, going North Buncombe. Okay. I'm not going with Pat. I'm picking up a game. Are you going him. to Main Street with me after the big win? Let's do it. Okay. Tearing that town down. Be ready. Next up, we have Asheville School traveling to High Point. Asheville School 3-3. Three and three. High Point Christian Academy 7-0. and oh. Uh, this is a prime example of not playing a fantastic schedule, but winning that schedule. High Point Christian Academy's played the 362nd hardest schedule in the state of North Carolina. Uh, Asheville School has played the 89th toughest strength of schedule. Asheville School, of course, led by Ricky Tolbert, 222 yards a game and 13 TDs. Caleb Jenkins averages 65 yards a game on the ground. He scored four TDs. But here's some interesting stats for you. High Point Christian Academy scores 41 points a game and only gives up six. They're led by quarterback Tyler Early, who throws for about 117 yards a game, and he's thrown seven TDs and three picks on the year. They're led by running back Ethan DeVore. He averages 95 yards a game and has 10 touchdowns. And on defense, Mac Johnson has eight sacks and 38 tackles. In the last three games, High Point Christian Academy has won by a total of 165 to zero. They're averaging 55 points a game in that three-game span. Who wants to go first here? I'll go first. I got Asheville School here. Um, I'm thinking this is similar. Do you guys remember when Asheville School was playing ACA and ACA kind of had those similar stats? And they just yeah. were absolutely they wore them out. They had 800 yards of passing a game and... They were scoring 76 points and all this. Carson, let me interrupt you just a second. Yep. We are giving high point nine points from the Simmons spread. Yes. Nine points. Yes, and I'm still picking Asheville School. I got them by multiple touchdowns, so that's my my pick. I can't add anything more. I agree completely with Carson. So just thinking about this, Asheville School is going on the road. High points got some momentum. They haven't even given up a point in three games. I'm going to take high point with the upset here. To cover, correct? I think they're going to win the game and cover. Wow. Wow. Well, they would if they win the game, they would cover, but yes. Yes. Wow. I, I think if you ask Israel, you never look past a smart rocket, which is a missile. I think you have to pick Asheville School here. You really love that, that bit, don't <laughs> you? You're just so Absolutely. into that Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to share with you guys that – all of our picks so far have been three against one, just say. So next up we have two and five McDowell coming up the mountain to play two and five Asheville. What do you think? Game of the week? No. Uh Asheville's <laughs> <We're> <laughs> really gonna, he's Asheville's no. giving up. Yeah. I think Pisgatel Skull is the game of the week. Okay. Okay. We're gonna give McDowell twenty eight and a half points. Twenty eight and a half. Uh McDowell trending up here, Asheville trending down. Um, Carson, do your homework here. Uh, McDowell's won two in a row. They're averaging 40 points a game in the last two. In their last game, Danny Brown was 6 for 12 for 125 yards and two TDs. He also rushed for 54 yards and, a t and three TDs. Hunter Pittman rushed for 23 yards and 120 for 128 yards. They're, they're doing it on the ground. Asheville's lost two in a row. Uh, arguably – no, not arguably. They've lost to the two best teams in the MAC conference. Definitely, and they're only scoring about fourteen a game in conference. Carson, I assume you're picking Asheville here. You know, picking Asheville all year has 
officially knocked me out. Your your conference champion, Asheville. My conference champion. I was wrong. I let personal feelings um, and friendships blind me. Um, I do think that Asheville Asheville gets back in the win column this week, but they are not going to cover. Um, That doesn't mean I'm not pulling for my boys to cover. Um, Hopefully with this pick, um, I will, you know, if I show any track record of last last week um, with this pick, you know, it'll be the reverse jinx. But uh, I've got I've got McDowell keeping the momentum. I don't know if Asheville. Do you guys think Asheville has a ton of confidence on offense? Uh, no, I don't think they have a ton of confidence anywhere. Any confidence anywhere? No, right now. No, but I mean, I would like to think that if I would like to think their defensive coaches can can slow down the attack the running attack of McDowell. But like I said, I, I don't know. Based off what they did against Reynolds, I you know, I think that I think they'll win the game. I just don't think they'll cover. Lewis? It's a I, tough one. I'm so glad to pick up a pick on you. I'm gonna pick Asheville all the way here. I think they're gonna dominate McDowell and definitely cover the spread. Carson, do your homework. Asheville I mean, wins this game and covers the spread. Wow. Pat? Do it, Pat. Do it. Three verse one, do it. No, I won't. Mm. I'm going to go the way of Carson on this one, and I tell you why. It's just a interesting thing that's going on. I think with that shift over at McDowell, I think that uh, Asheville wins this game, but uh, I, I I don't think they cover. So you mentioned at the beginning of the year when you saw their coach, um, and he just had a look of defeat. Do you think that look has changed? I don't know. I haven't seen his look since then. It was just in that one changed? interview. It seems like the change at quarterback really kickstarted that team, and I don't yeah. know why they switched. If someone got hurt, and I don't let's, know. And you know, we'll highlight Danny Brown, um, runner-up player of the week. Hey, early on, I said Danny is the man. He did. You did. You yeah. did. Um, because he saw him play baseball. Uh, indeed. Yeah, he, he is an sure. athlete. He is someone that motivates a team. Okay. So I've got a question go. a lot of the listeners are asking. If Danny Brown's on Owen, does Owen beat Rosman last week? Ooh. Ooh. There were so many things broken last week that I don't think one person fixes it. Uh, Caden Jones would have fixed it. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I do not <laughs> no, think so. He for sure would have fixed no, it. No, I do not think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, in Alabama, that would have been a problem for nope. sure. He had had 600 yards rushing and 47 tackles. Mm-hmm. So next up, we've got TC traveling over to the west side to take on Irwin. TC six and one, Irwin two and five. Pat told us how good Irwin was. He was wrong. Uh, we're giving <laughs> Irwin forty two and a half. I'm going to take this one first, and I'm going to tell you, TC gets to the running clock. They on, they not only run Irwin out of the place, they uh, cover the spread. I'm taking TC. I, I'm right there behind you, Mike, where I like to be. Uh, TC is going to dominate this game and get ready for Reynolds, and, and they're going to win that game as well. So let's go, TC. Negative. You you know what Irwin has to do right here? What's that? What pack do they have to a lunch. Do? Pack a lunch. Irwin's got to pack a lunch. <laughs> Pat? Uh, I don't dispute you, gentlemen. I do believe that this uh, will be a, a sound win for TC Robertson and the Rams, and I think they will cover the spread. Ooh, Carson, you going to do it to him? Uh... So, do you guys think this is a spot? I don't think I don't think uh, Robertson's going to lose, but do you think this is a spot where they're looking ahead next week a little bit to Ooh, Reynolds? Could be, could be it's possible. A, it's definitely see Reynolds does not have a game this week, so they don't have a so they don't have a look ahead uh, sneak game. You know, they're not playing Asheville this week. 
Right. Um, not that they would have overlooked Asheville by any means or you anything know, like that, but it's you, just I. You know, if you pick TC, what happens? I think it's a, it's an omen if we all pick a team to win. I'm going. I'm going Robertson. This is I, I was, not the first time this has happened. I was nervous no. about Let that. Let me role. repeat that. I'm going Robertson. Okay. Robertson right. scored 40 points a game. Um, I don't see this stopping. I'm going Robertson here, and Robertson wins by 50. And let the omen play out. <laughs> so let's talk just for a second. We got one more game, but let's talk just for a second. How much of an advantage is it for Reynolds to have this week off while TC has to play a football game? I think it's huge. Is it huge? Do they get it gives them two weeks to get ready for that offense, or do they come out a little bit rusty from being a week off? Pat, what do you think? What do you think, Pat? Well, I think we all know that this has been a, a battered team from the very beginning, and they've been able to um, overcome uh, certainly in conference play. But uh, the more time they get, the healthier they get. Uh, they got Connor Crane back on the offensive line this week. Limited play because, you know, he is coming off a broken leg, so I'm sure they're uh, eager to get him ramped up and game ready. So that'll be a big difference maker to have that two weeks for him. Aiden Hines is two weeks under his belt now back, and he demonstrated he was able to step up and perform uh, last week against Irwin. It's a shame you made him wear a leather helmet in the scrimmage and he got his jaw broke. Well, you know, he needed to demonstrate just how tough he was, and he brought it up that he wanted to wear the leather helmet, and that was, you know, that's how he rolls. So good for good for Aiden. But anyway, he's back. And uh, you Any know, news on star running back? I have not heard anything from – nobody shares anything with me, but I haven't heard anything. All I know, That's gentlemen, because is what you, have you a guys see is, is Mr. Guest is still on his – Was he on the knee scooter Friday? knee scooter. Yeah. I, you know, it's, that's what I'm seeing. So. If you share your TV, people might share news with you. I don't think they're <laughs> going to share anything with me. Okay. I'm, I'm a bloviating bag of hot air on a <laughs> podcast that, you know, they're probably not eager to tell me anything. Okay. Well, all right. What do you think, Lewis? Advantage, disadvantage? I think disadvantage. I, th- I think playing, staying in that routine. Staying sharp? I think staying in that routine is a big thing going forward into a big game. I got a question for Lewis. Lewis, can you name one nice thing about Reynolds? Football? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really good to know. Like, what's one nice thing you Come can on, say? Come on, Lewis, you can do it. The, well, they always win. I mean, absolutely, they always right. win. They always win. I mean, okay. typically at the end of the year, we are pulling for Reynolds because we want a mountain team to win. Yes. In the playoffs. Right. No, okay. you're right. Okay. I really like green. It's my favorite color. Mine too. Green looks good on Mike. Yeah. Um, here's the only reason I think it really helps Reynolds this week. It's that offense. It's that triple off triple threat offense. It gives them two weeks to get ready for it. Either they already saw it at Watauga now they got you know, if I if they're just playing a regular Asheville High who comes out and runs a spread, I don't think it's a huge advantage. But with that specialized offense, I think it helps. So if they do win, they should think Watauga's that Watauga game early, getting them ready for that TC win. Without a doubt. And then you remember when we played Watauga, the injuries were very prevalent on our defense. We were down both of our defensive ends against that offense for Watauga. Cam Cam McDowell, Cam McDowell and Cam Smith were both not in, in the game at all. And uh, the linebacker you just mentioned was that. Yeah, Aiden wasn't in there Aiden. either. So. Yeah, you're going to have a different defensive look than what Watauga saw for sure. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's going to be a good game. Yes. So last but not least, the game of the week, in my opinion, not in Lewis's evidently, but in my opinion, 6-1 uh, and one Pisgah travels to Tuscola to take on 3-4 and four Tuscola in the rivalry game of Western North Carolina. Um, Tuscola 
broke a nine-year losing streak last year. Because of the floods, this is the third game in a row at Tuscola. So if you're a senior at Pisgah, you may have never played a Tuscola-Pisgah game at home. That uh, is so unfortunate. Wow. That Tus- is awful. Tuscola lost three in a row before beating East Henderson last week. And here's the, here's the most interesting stat of all for me. Tuscola's 0-3 at home this year, but 3-1 and away. Pisgah has averaging 31 points a game while giving up 10. They really struggle with the athleticism of West Henderson last week, but I don't think they see that this week. Lewis, we're going to give Tuscola 21 and a half, three touchdowns and a half a point. Who are you taking? With as much as Tuscola has struggled this year, and, and surprisingly so, we've talked about that, I, I'm picking Pisgah. I mean, Pisgah, I, I think, is going to run away with this game. That's why I didn't pick it as the game of the week. I don't, I don't think this is a game by halftime. Do you think So you think they win by more than three touchdowns? Here's the only reason I ask. Pisgah not a high-scoring offense. I think they do. They, they break the wheel of Tuscola, and Tuscola folds for the year against this Pisgah. Pat? Yeah, I'd still go back to our earlier conversations. Obviously, Pisgah playing inspired football. Lewis and I both had that conversation about Pisgah basically never, not losing at home at all this year. I think were it not for West, I think they'd probably be entering the playoffs undefeated this year. I think that still holds true. I think they'll win by more than 21 and a half here. Yep. So I've got Pisgah winning. Carson? I'm just, uh, I'm not based off of what I think is going to happen, not just what's happened in the past. I, I'm going to go with, I think Pisgah's better at every aspect of football. And I think Pisgah's going to win by four or five touchdowns. I just don't think, um, I don't think Tuscola is going to find much success at all. Well, guys, uh, Pat, go ahead and play it, Lewis. I'm I'm not a professional speaker, but I am a football guru now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. So I was talking about, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to pick Pisgah as well. I do not do it. I want to see Pisgah win so bad. Do not pick Pisgah. <laughs> the listener's like, Lewis looks so serious. I mean, he is just dead. He's very concerned that Mike's about to pick Pisgah. So listen, Tuscola's defense is made of Swiss cheese. <laughs> And I think Pisgah covers here. You said that about another defense this year. Who was that? Do you um, remember? No. Do you? No, but I'll, I'll have to go back because there was. This is going to be the second defense that's made a Swiss cheese. Swiss and the cheese. first one was held true. I think one, it was Tuscola. Because it might have been Tuscola. It was Tuscola. Same defense. Their defense is same made cheese. a Swiss cheese. Yeah, same cheese. Same. Yeah. I think we're all going Pisgah here because I just don't think Tuscola. God, this is a rivalry game, and I think they bring a little extra. And I even think it. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, Christ School, Asheville School game. It's going to be close at halftime, but I think Pisgah pulls away in the second half. And we're going to be at this game, right? The, the thinking is that we are going to – not Carson because – Yeah, know, so come look for three fat guys at the game. With beards. Yeah, we'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that narrows it down in Haywood County. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, so we're all going Pisgah. Um I just want to share a little something with you. We're working on a couple things, but I think we're going to have maybe some uh, some T-shirts coming out. Oh, yes. Um, we're going to post some pictures on them. Uh, they're going to be for sale. I think you guys are going to enjoy them. They're a, they're a funny T-shirt. It's going to be for fun. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're checking out our social media. You know, we Facebook, Instagram, 
X, yep. formerly known as Twitter. Why does everybody say X, formerly known as Twitter? It's either Twitter or it's an X. Is it X? X. It's X, yeah. It's X. It's X. It's X. I know. I know. Lewis starred in some movies early on. They were triple X. Mm. <laughs> no, that was Pat shirt size. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I'm oh, sorry, wow. Pat. I did not mean a ricochet <laughs> shot there. I, oh, I, geez, almost, I almost rescind that. You almost rescind no. it? Pat, I'm so sorry. That's I did okay. not mean to actually say that. It's okay. Can we cut that? No. So no, we're, we're leaving no. that in. <laughs> so, Pat, what's the, uh, what's the good what's question? What's the fun question this well, week? Well, before we get to that, based on your social media comment, you know, fans have been coming up to me, bringing up things to talk about. I know we've talked about them in the prior weeks. Mm-hmm. That happened again this week. So to Mike's point, chime in. We, we'll bring it up. I've got no problem bringing this stuff up. I know the other guys don't either. But we had a, a fan approach me at the game uh, the other night that was um, – making a comment about the question that, that Carson came up with last week, which was um, what was what law would you change? If it was legal, what it, would you make illegal? And if it was illegal, what would you make legal? So he, this person brought up the idea of warning labels <laughs> and that they should be completely disbanded mm-hmm. and gone. And the reason for that, his, his argument was, it's time to allow Darwin to play out with some <laughs> natural selection in the warning label world. And I don't know that I can disagree with him too much there, gentlemen. I am 100% on board with that. I think I agree with it as well. I don't. I don't. <laughs> what? I cannot imagine the anxiety that would come into my house as, while Whitney is trying to get packs and clean food and we live and die by the warning labels. I don't want that anxiety. No. Carson's but, the one who called me. It's like, my wife wants to cut all the trees down around my house. I said, why? She's afraid they're going to fall on the house. I mean, these trees are as old, these trees are as old as my dad. I mean, they're that's old. Yeah, very, very old. Um, <laughs> what, Lewis? What? Natural selection. Oh Lord, is way before you and your boy, son. We have to allow this to play out. I, I agree. <laughs> It's kind of like no but speed will you limit. please go and have a conversation with Whitney about it? I'll, I'll talk to her. No problem. Have Maybe you sh- heard about the nonstick pans? Does anybody know about cooking in nonstick pans? I have not heard this. Oh, we've this only been doing it for a hundred years. Exactly. So we're we're trying to eliminate nonstick. So now all your food surfaces. sticks to the pan. That's great. <laughs> it's just perfect. <laughs> I can't make this up. Listen, can I, I make this clear for you? We're all gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Every yes. one of us at this table, and guess what? Every one of you listening. You're all going to die. And if you didn't know that, <laughs> there is your tip. Wow. You're this all going to die. There's this a clip was the for fun you. question. Please <laughs> tune in next week. Please tune in next week. <laughs> wow. If have you're a, alive, join us next week. And have a great week. We love you all. So what's the fun question you have? So the one I was thinking about for this week is um, I'd be curious to learn what it is you're most afraid of. And I'd like to hear from from Lewis first on this. Is oh, it, this is ought to be good. Is it A.C. Reynolds? Oh. Is who you're most afraid what it is? Definitely not afraid the of The government them. taking over. Oh, that's a good that one. That is a good one. They could take over. I mean, to be honest, I'm most afraid of spiders. Spiders? Uh, spiders terrify me. Uh, there, There is a stat, like we swallow eight spiders a year. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah right? that's, I've read that. That's not a good one. That freaks me out. Well, living in that beard, there are probably a few in there right now. I, I guarantee there are. Can I tell you what else Lewis is scared of? Trash juice. <laughs> that is a story from a long time ago. So this is the story. I'll go ahead and share it with you. We were doing youth league football together, and at the end of the game, we we threw the trash away. We changed the trash, put it in a cart, took it to the trash can, the dumpster. 
Lewis gets like a tiny drop of trash juice on him. He starts gagging like, <laughs> like a little girl. <laughs> oh, oh. I said, what's wrong? Trash juice. I expected more out of someone from the valley. Dude, that is so disgusting. Trash juice. You don't know what that is. He's not good with Italian dressing that's been sitting a while either. No, but coming from someone that's just like natural selection, Darwinism. Trash juice. Tra- trash, trash juice is going to beat you. Trash juice no. and spiders. That's, no, that's unacceptable. Have you seen the movie Arachnophobia? I have. That's a great film. No, 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 not a good film. Not, not, not a good film. Confirmed. So I'll go ahead and share you mine. Mine, right. mine is snakes. Oh yeah. I'm abs- I don't care. Black, brown, poisonous, non-poisonous. Just keep them away from me. I'm terrified of all of them. I will run, and it's hard for me to run. You'll scream like a little and girl. And I'll scream won't like you? a little girl. Yeah. I was weed eating at my mom's one day. Uh, <laughs> Luke's in the backyard, and I'm weed eating around the side, and sure enough. It's a little green snake. It's probably, what, six inches long? No bigger than you. And I'm like, whoa, snake. I hate snakes. Terrified of them. Terrified. Carson, what are you scared of besides Whitney? <laughs> I mean, that's, I would say, um, I didn't think that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. I'm going to be in trouble for that one. Uh, but as you were sitting here describing yours, I was getting scared. I mean, there's no, absolutely no doubt. I almost thought about not saying it because I thought that y'all would try and pull a funny Please on me. Please don't. But if, but if Mike's on board with me, I don't think it will, Mike will not pull this uh, funny one on no. me because it would not be funny. Um, but snakes, I, it is, I mean, it's like a, I mean, it's an actual anxiety. It's a, it's a thing. Carson's also scared of confrontation, Lewis. I don't know if you noticed that. I have noticed Definitely that. Am. What do you think about snake pits where there's like 50 of them like crawling around in one little pit? Is that kind of what the Rosman football team looks like to you? Oh, well, wow. There, there was only 19 of them. But I, I, there was 19. 19. And we just need 11. Yeah. We just need 11. Are we wow. going to find 11 for this week? Think, I can't. Think about the snake pit. I can't even watch snake videos. That's crazy. <laughs> Oof. Pat, what are you scared of? Mine by far is bees. Bees? Bees mess bees? with me. They make I, honey. They do. And you guys know about yellow jackets and oh, the yeah. nests in the ground. I have one. It's got like some stripes on it. I wear it when it's really cold. It's yeah. puffy. <laughs> well, these are these are bees. Oh, oh, those kind of yeah, yellow jackets. They're in the ground. But I was a couple of years ago weed eating in the back behind the fence, and I hit apparently one of these things, and I start seeing them swarm out of the ground. And of course, I turn and run and scream like a little girl because there are bees coming after me. Pat's fast. He was on the track team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm fast when there are bees chasing me, make no mistake. And I kicked the snot out of a tree stump as I turned and ran because I threw the <laughs> string trainer down. And I jacked my foot up. Still to this day, it's messed up. So I've got a hammer toe now on my left oh, foot because I kicked what did it so hard. What did you say you threw down? My string trimmer. You mean the weed eater? Weed eater? Yeah, the weed eater. I threw it down. A string trimmer? That's a northern thing. Yeah, I don't know what be. a weed eater, string trimmer, whatever you guys call it out here. I mean, you know, a string trimmer. I I've never heard it called a string trimmer. But no, I'll, I'm, I'm terribly fearful of bees. Mary has to deal with bees. I don't mind snakes. I'll deal with those. The spiders, the bugs, fine. But bees, I can't do them. If a snake ever got in this house, it would be the last day I lived in this oh, house. 100%. <laughs> I mean, moving. I mean, yeah. sale, if I, I mean, found one, done. I'll never sleep in this house again. No, no. <laughs> I'll live in my truck before I'll live in a house with snake. Yeah. Um, so no, no, thank you. Listen, this has been a great podcast. I think we've had a good time. Listen, we got to thank the uh, bandettes. We we really appreciate their song. There is something about a man with a, a good looking beard. Yes, there is. Carson, you could learn a little something from that. Hopefully, Whitney will appreciate that one day. One day, 
Carolina Sports Studios, obviously, for their partnership. We're grateful for that. Oh, yeah. Very, very they do thankful. good stuff over there. Oh, yeah. Very Look, thankful. We love partnering with those guys. They've done a lot for us, and you know we try to share their stuff and do our part as well. So if you're listening to us, make sure you like and follow Carolina Sports Studios. Make sure you go to our uh, socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Comment, interact with us. Give us give us something. You know, you you can absolutely go through one of us, and that's how we we bring most of it to the table. But you guys can also give some give some input. No one will you you won't get banned from Instagram. No. I, I was told to do my homework. Do your homework uh, last Friday by, by a player, a high by, school football player, high school football player. And <laughs> I just was like, you know what? I wasn't mad at all. I it's, I probably should do more homework, but I've got a sixteen month old that's got another tooth coming in. So. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun to have some interaction. We're not Brett Griffin, the spotter. We're not going to ban you for questioning us. Go ahead, question us. Tell us you think you're going to win. So Pat. Close us out here. Thank you all for joining us for the Andersons, Mike and Lewis and Carson Jones. My name's Pat Pohl. Till next time, thanks for tuning in.